0: Okay, everybody, move to the middle. Make room. Come on, squeeze in there. You need to fit all your family in this little tour jeep. Well, hello. I am Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom.
1: And I'm Rich Harrison, the producer and occasional co-host. Val and I are going to be your tour guides over the next four weeks. We are calling this tour, Here We Go Through Uniquely United 2.0. I think we'd better explain.
0: Yeah, I think so. You see, on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, we have an ongoing occasional series called Uniquely United. Recently, in this series, we completed the foundation first episode, number 162, about marriage oneness. Then, in 163 and 164, we learned that differences are opportunities by identifying aspects of fast-paced and slow-paced family members and task-focused and people-focused family members.
1: Now we take those four characteristics, fast, slow, and people-task, And we place them on a grid that results in four personality combinations. Fast, people-focused personalities called impulsive impactors. Slow, people-focused personalities called sensitive servers. Fast, task-focused personalities called dominant directors. And slow, task-focused personalities called careful calculators.
0: (laughs) That's a lot.
1: Well, it is. We will spend four episodes explaining each one of these combinations to learn in each type what they fear, how to motivate them, what brings them joy, how they view rules, what they value, their greatest strength, ways to improve, why they get angry or hurt, and their greatest needs.
0: Now, as you buckle your seatbelts for this tour, we do have two rules for the road. Number one, don't be rigid with this information. None of us are cookie cutter, and it is not meant for labeling each other and staying in boxes. God made us to grow, and labels sometimes hinder growth. Just glean some ideas and know that we humans are each unique designs set in unique circumstances that can affect our personality combinations. Rule number two. We are passing out some empathy glasses for each of you to wear on this tour. The rule is wear the glasses. Use this information to let the Holy Spirit work in your heart to hone your giftings and shave off the rough edges that may be roadblocks in relationships. Learn to blend and to bless as much as possible by having empathy for who the other people are around you. As you wear your empathy glasses to bless others within your family, you're getting lots of good practice and growth in the home so that then you can step on out into the world ready for strong relationships into your future.
1: So now that we understand those rules of the road, I believe we're ready. Here we go through
0: Uniquely United 2.0. Our vision for the Uniquely United series is so much more vast than just a diagram of four different personality types. We're in the middle of a section of our series that is about these four personality types, but in the long run, we hope to look at so much more than that. There are learning styles there are the nine intelligences, there's the big five personality traits, there's a locus of control and how different people handle that. There's so many things that make up each one of us as individuals. It is our goal that this series would help us to all dive in deeper to discovering who we are as individuals. But one of the biggest privileges in parenthood is the process, the journey of discovering our children.
1: Today, we're going to look at the corner of our quadrant that is the slow-acting, people-focused.
0: Right. And we're going to call them the sensitive server. They are supporters. They are sentimental. They like sameness. They're steady eddies. They tend to be easily submissive.
1: And you know, Valerie, just a reminder to parents, it is an exciting journey, as you said, to get to know our kids, to get to know ourselves, to teach our kids to know themselves. And one of the reasons is so that we can start recognizing, you know, our kids have strengths in their personalities. And some of those things that that seem like frustrations to us as their parents or to their siblings, Really could be a strength just a little bit out of balance. That if they knew themselves better, if they knew how to handle their personalities better, and how to work their personalities together with the others in the family, that those strengths are really going to start to shine.
0: So let's look at some of the first strengths that we'll mention their greatest quality. And we're going to call that loyalty. They have a great sense of team spirit. You can count on them to be in it for the good of the group.
1: Yeah, this personality type, because of their sensitivity to the people around them, it's it's not just about like a fast people person. They're in it for the fun of the group. But this slow people person is in it for the support of the group, for the making sure everyone around them, everyone in their community is supported, feels emotionally invested, that they all are feeling good about themselves and good about the team.
0: You have a lot of this element in you. You're not, none of us perfectly fit into any of these quadrants. We really are all kind of on continuums of fast and slow and continuums of people and task focused. You have a lot of the characteristics of this personality type, and you often describe yourself as you like to help the one who's leading. So, that, I am
1: such a great supporter. Yeah. I'm a very good supporter.
0: Yeah, which is awesome for me. Oh my goodness. I'm blessed every day in so many ways by how you support. The danger is that you would be okay with staying quiet about your needs. And my personality would be okay with focusing on mine.
1: (laughs) That certainly is a risk of this personality type, that uh, they are okay not being, first off, not being the center of attention. But yes, you're right. Because of that, uh, I I went for a long time, I would say. Even in our our married adult life, went for a long time, just kind of ignoring my own needs. Maybe not even fully realizing the depth of, of my own needs emotionally, uh, relationally, even physically, sometimes I I would put those on the back burner for the purpose of helping others and serving others and advancing others. And there's value in that, but you're right. This type of personality needs to know that about themselves and needs to recognize that they count too.
0: Yeah. Learning to speak up for your boundaries, speak up for your ideas. um, Because you... God has equipped you with a lot of greatness in you to bring to the table. Well, thank you. But the tendency is (laughs) for someone like that is to not bring all of those things to the table, to the group, because they want to be sure all the rest of the group is heard and that all the rest of the people's needs are met. And before you know it, you Aren't sure who you are, or what your qualities are, or what what interests you have, because you've taken on so many other people's. You know, around you.
1: as I think that through. Not only that, uh, this personality type sometimes are so others focused that uh, remember, let's let's back this up a little bit, everyone as well. Part of their personalities is the slow processor, which, if you think back to that episode. We talked about how the slow is not lazy. They are just taking in a lot of other details. They are thinking through a lot of different angles and aspects of a situation. And so if they are this slow people personality, sometimes they've thought of something that no one else has, but they're not going to bring it up because that would bring too much attention to themselves or that would push someone else's idea down, which they really don't want to do. And, and because of that, they may leave something of great value unsaid or, or not brought to a situation when they could have.
0: So going with that, what do they value most? They value peace very highly. That's one reason why they might not bring some of their ideas up, because they don't want to rock the boat. They also highly value feelings. They're very paying attention to everybody's feelings. Is everybody okay? And generally speaking, when you are sensitive to other people's feelings, it's a pretty good clue that you also are sensitive. So they might not let on about their feelings so much because, again, they're not trying to steal the spotlight. Another thing they really value is, yeah, go ahead.
1: uh, Before we move on from that, uh, so how do we as parents help our children who are this personality type, or how do we, if we're this personality type, how do we get past that in ourselves, that tendency in ourselves to leave our own feelings, leave our own wounds unaddressed.
0: What have you had to do?
1: I've had to learn, first off, that bringing up my wounds doesn't have to be a conflict. Valerie mentioned that this personality type values peace greatly, and that sometimes means I'm not going to speak up about my own feelings, about my own wounds. I'm not going to tell you the way you wounded me, because then that's going to lead to conflict. So this personality type needs to learn, needs to to be taught. It's okay to bring up your feelings. There are ways that you can bring up your feelings and your wounds and your hurts in ways that aren't going to raise conflict and teaching them how to do that. And then just helping them understand that this personality type, their woundedness will make them less effective in being able to support the others. So it's of value to them and to everyone that they address those wounds. There, It's right for them to do that. And so teaching them that one, it's okay. This is something that you as a parent of one of these type personality types can help your child be more healthy and be more whole, in the family unit by helping them understand this about
0: themselves. Maybe a thing that we could think about with this is voice. Every family member needs to have a voice for their own sake. They need their voice to be in the mix. And for the group's sake, the group needs that voice as well. So looking at all of your family members and saying, their voice needs to tone down a bit. Their voice needs to raise. That can even be a a discussion that you guys have as a family. Who are we hearing the most and who are we not hearing? And how can we give the ones we're not hearing a safe place to speak up? You know, how can we let them know We will give them space and time and attention and honor and respect in their words. We're not going to railroad over their thoughts just because we have a personality type that wants to railroad or that wants to push through what we believe in the most. Instead, we need to give them space and time to be honored and heard as well.
1: Yes, really good.
0: Let's go to the next thing regarding rules. Rich, what's their view of rules?
1: Their view of rules really has to do with very compliant, very uh, submissive much of the time. Really, it's the attitude of whatever makes you happy, and I'm not going to push back against that. Again, it's that avoiding conflict.
0: So in their mind, they're willing to compromise rules if necessary for the sake of peace, for the sake of feelings, for the sake of the team. However, if it's good for the team, they're going to enforce the rules as well. How do we earn the respect of the sensitive server is the next little category that we're going to go to.
1: The sensitive server has respect for people who can show empathy, can show compassion, who are not overly intense and just pushing other people down. They, they don't like when other people push others around or are, Valerie used the word railroading.
0: So parents, think of it this way. If you have kids who have walls up right now, walls up between siblings or between you and them, and they are this sensitive server personality, but you feel that they're very closed down and they're not opening up to you or to the family or to uh, the siblings. What you want to recognize is the things that will bring down walls is you and the other family members having compassion being calm, and serving each other. These things help this person feel safe enough to begin to bring those walls down and begin to let the real them emerge.
1: So with that topic, even if a parent has to enforce a boundary or train either this sensitive server child or a sibling If there's a a lot of intensity, a lot of, of emotion, that's hard for this sensitive server to deal with, hard to process. But if they slow down, if they calm down, if they bring a level of peace to the situation, even if they have to take a hard line, if they can do that with empathy and sensitivity, that speaks volumes to this sensitive server type personality. So next, let's look at if I'm a a sensitive server parent, then how do I need to treat my family? What do I need to do to treat my family well to overcome perhaps some weaknesses in my personality and go more with my strengths? I like what you said earlier, Valerie, about this person needs to find their voice They need to be, especially as a parent, they have to exercise authority. They need to find the way that works for them to assert proper boundaries, to assert training lessons, and to love their children well by enforcing rules that are good for the children. It's so tempting for this personality type to want to keep peace, but that's not always best for the child. So to really love your child intentionally, this personality type needs to learn to set some boundaries, assert themselves.
0: I would take that even a step further and say that when you are a sensitive server personality parent, and so it is hard for you to enforce boundaries or to stay consistent in the systems or rules that you have at your house, when you are struggling with that, the the personalities that are not like that have a really hard time respecting you. You really want to learn to speak up and to enforce your limits lovingly. We can do this lovingly, but to stay consistent with it actually grows the respect that the stronger personalities have. It grows their respect of you and that will actually increase the relationship there to have that mutual respect in place. So don't, enable don't do everything for the others that also does not help them respect you your role as parent is to equip your kids to be able to handle life and this personality type really wants to do everything for their kiddos because you feel like that is the loving way to be but you see that is a short term view of love uh, the longer view is what's their future gonna look like if I do everything for them? So I wanna equip my kids. I don't want to do everything for my kids. What are they capable of? That's what they need to do. What are they almost capable of? That's what you need to be training in. And what are they not capable of and are not close to being capable of? That's what you wanna do for them. Keeping it in balance helps you to not overwhelm yourself but it really, really not only equips your kids for the future, but it improves your relationship with these other stronger personalities in the home. So you want to work on not enabling, you want to work on not being manipulated, you want to work on not feeling unreasonable guilt when you have boundaries and enforce them when you stay consistent, when you don't do everything for them. And likewise, you want to teach your kiddos that are the sensitive servers. They are going to tend to want to do everything for all the friends around them too. And those friends can start to take advantage of them instead of respect them. So you have to help them learn their value and their boundaries, and it will actually increase the respect that those peers have with them that allows for a stronger relationship in the long run.
1: Something that comes to mind as I hear you talk about that aspect, Valerie, is teaching our kids of this personality type to value themselves as well. They have worth just like the people that they want to serve. They feel the the worth of the others. They need to be taught to recognize their own worth as well.
0: Yes. So we want to teach them, don't hide. Don't hide the real you. Our family needs the real you, your friends need the real you. the world needs the real you. so you're gonna have to encourage them to take little baby steps of stepping out of their comfort zone and revealing their ideas, their feelings, their thoughts, their goals. okay let's let's go further with this. What are their fears? They fear betrayal. they fear conflict. they fear, That they will wound someone, and they also fear that others will wound them.
1: Right. That fear of wounding others really can drive them to not speak up when they should.
0: What makes them feel angry or hurt? Let's do that next. They really want to be wanted. They want to be needed. So if they feel like they're not wanted or needed, that makes them hurt or angry. Um, mistreatment of the weak around them. That will also really cause walls to go up. So if you have a personality child that is a sensitive server, and you speak negatively of one of their friends, walls are going straight up because they are always for the underdog.
1: Well, and that goes back to their loyalty strength as well, that they, they really have that loyalty to their friend group.
0: And then character qualities that the sensitive server can improve on, whether this is the parent or the child, is be more assertive, be more resilient. They tend to, if any pushback happens at all, they want to shut down or they want to give up. And you want to help them to keep a soft heart, but get thick skin. So really increase their resilience. And that's important.
1: Younger people with this personality type may think that thick skin, hard shell, means also that hard heart, that they have to shut down their feelings. And that's not true. They need to be more resilient, the thick skin, yes, and understand that they can still have that sensitivity for others, even though they are learning to keep other people's wounding uh, activities in a a good perspective. Things that may have wounded them in the past, if they can get a, a, a better perspective on what those other people may have been doing or those other people's personalities, and that's just how they are, then they take it less personally. And so they can have that thicker skin while still having a sensitivity to others.
0: So let's twist that just a little bit and recognize that just as their wounds may be really holding them back, that they easily get them and then that makes them want to shut down. Likewise, they take on everybody else's wounds as their own and can even get depressed over other people's troubles. So helping them to keep other people's troubles in perspective, that God gave those troubles to other people, not to them. And we can love on those around us, but God did not expect us to carry the burdens of all the people that we know. We're just not humanly equipped to do that. All right, so what does the sensitive server want to win at? They wanna win at peace, at serving, at sharing, at belonging and making sure everyone else is belonging and being needed. So that's what they need. And you wanna make sure that these family members Feel like, to the best of your ability, you're helping them win at that.
1: Now, let's keep in mind, all of these things also, they may not always be possible in every situation. And so, again, helping this personality type keep that in perspective, see the bigger picture and not be hurt that some of these things didn't happen the way they wanted them to.
0: Yeah, that's so important. Okay, what do they need? They need to feel safe. They need to feel appreciated. They need to feel like they're part of the team. Rejection from the team, being left out of an activity that, oh, everybody else knew about it, or um, you called everybody else but them uh, to tell them an announcement. You know, those kind of things can be hurtful. Likewise, on the flip side of that, helping them recognize they are easily sensitive to that and to try not to take it personally because nobody can remember to handle everyone's heart perfectly all the time. Okay, let's look at what do they enjoy? What fills up their love bucket? Quality time, peace, and team activities that bond each other as team members. They love that. They're family members. What motivates these kids in schoolwork? It's group activities and one-on-one time. Well, we kind of pummeled a whole lot of info at you guys all at once. In two weeks, when we're finished with these four types, I will have a printout for all of those that are subscribed to my weekly email list, uh, which you can do at practicallyspeakingmom.com. You go there, scroll to the bottom of the page, put in your email, then you'll be added to the weekly email list, which honestly isn't weekly. A few times a month, I put out and email, and it will contain some extra things in it. So when we're done with the four quadrant personalities that we've been working on, then I will have this chart that has all of this in it that will get sent to all of you. Thanks for spending this time with us as we together are working on becoming uniquely united.
1: There are two resources that you may find helpful with this series. The first is an audio workshop that Val taught called Help! My House is Full of Difficult Personalities and One of Them is Mine. The other is Val's book called Clash in Your Home, Getting a Game Plan for Cleaning Up the Conflict. You can find both of these resources by going to PracticallySpeakingMom.com and click on Shop.
0: One last thing the Uniquely United ongoing occasional series covers so much more than just these four personality combinations. We'll return to the Uniquely United series again a couple of times a year for another leg of our tour through the ways that God has made our families uniquely united. We'll see you next Monday. Sound effects from zapsplat.com.